Are you ready to take lead in your life? Well, today's the day. Join us on Leadership to Wealth with your host, Neil D'Souza. And we're back. Okay, we are here with my friend, with physical trainer of Visionary Fitness, Far Ramshoy. Far, so great to have you on the show. And uh, love the conversation that we've had so far, learning about your journey, learning about all the things that you've done wrong. Um, it, it's fantastic. <laughs> because, you know, you're in great shape now, but it's great to, to see where you've come from and and the things that have motivated you to and have changed you as a man so that you are now in a position where you are literally helping people change their lives and helping them have healthier lives. So we want to get into this. We want to get into talking about the strategies, the tips, the tricks, the things that you teach. And I guess when it comes to physical fitness, now I just want to start off by saying, I know that you've, you're on YouTube, uh, Visionary Fitness. If people look up Visionary Fitness, how, how can they, they find you? Go to YouTube and you're yeah. on. Yeah, so exactly. So YouTube, it's Visionary Fitness. And it's a, it's a really good resource because I, I have to, to exercise tutorials that I have to always upload to be able to train my clients. And okay. And uh, they're effective, lots of body weight things. Yes. Yeah, I was just going to say, what about, um, I know that you're on Facebook as well. Facebook right? and Instagram. And Instagram, okay. And same thing, they can find you, Visionary Fitness on Facebook, Visionary Fitness on Instagram. Yeah, that's right. So the only difference between for the social media, the Instagram and the Facebook, it's Visionary Fitness, the number four and the letter U. And that's how you'll find me. So, okay, how, how does that go? Visionary fitness for you. Oh, okay. Visionary fitness for you. Okay, nice. Nice. All right. So on Instagram and Facebook, it's visionary fitness for you. And on YouTube, visionary fitness. Okay, great. Because um, we definitely want to make sure that people can reach out to you and get in touch with you. Um, Absolutely. If, they, if they're looking for more resources. And we're going to talk about some of that stuff. So now when we're talking about fitness, we're talking about this COVID world. We're talking about people working from home more than ever and not getting the exercise that, that might not have been sufficient before. Where do we start? Where do we start? We start with exercise. Uh, we start with nutrition. We start with ideology. What, what do we have to start with when it comes to getting yeah, getting fit getting healthy where do we have to start when men cannot go out to fish they mend their nets they mm. focus on mending their nets and uh, you know we realize that access to a gym is a privilege because there are there are people uh, in different parts of the world who are exercising but don't have the same uh, access to the equipment and the facilities that we have. And so we're starting to get a sense for uh, that it is, it is privileged and, and that we, we do want to think of how we can keep things basic and foundational. Okay. And so, you know, this is an opportunity that is presented to us in, during these hard times. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll start with exercise and then we can talk about food afterwards. Okay. But with, with exercise, you want to think about relative strength, your ability to move well uh, and to own your movements within your own body. And that's relative mm -hmm. strength. It's really important for athletes to have relative strength. For example, if you are not proficient with exercises that use your own body, then if you add external load like dumbbells and weights, we're still missing a few steps there because mm -hmm. you don't walk around with dumbbells. You don't walk around with weights. You walk around and you get up and you sit down and you go upstairs and you, you run after your kids with your own body. So, right. so 
it, it, so therefore it makes more sense to focus on relative strength as your foundation to absolute strength, how much you can lift with external load relative to the primary movement patterns. Okay. Okay, I'm confused so, now. I, I need you to help me here. So what's the goal? What are we trying to get to? The goal is when you don't have a lot of options, you're gonna to want to use the most readily available source of, res of resistance, and right. that's your body. But, but now what's the, what's the goal for, in, in terms, when, when you talk about, hey, we're gonna get you somewhere, where's that somewhere that we're gonna to try to get to in terms of fitness and that? Starts with your body. You yeah. wanna be a master of your own body weight. Okay. And Okay. And so, so, so that meaning that we're not talking about uh, necessarily becoming an athlete, a sports athlete or something like that. We're talking about how to function at our best, at our best physically in our everyday life. Is that, is that what we're trying to get to? Is that, is that where we're going when you yeah. train people? Yeah. Functioning, functioning at your best. Um, you functioning at, to function at your best you want to be in good physical health and right. it's more than just um your it's more than just your body when i mean physical health i mean um how you think yeah your 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 emo, your emotional health mm -hmm. and it's all interrelated so you can't exercise and separate that from your mind the most important part the most important organ of your brain that is affected, sorry, the most important organ of your body that is affects, affected through exercise is actually your brain. The okay. literature shows, and it's, we, you can find this just at the, just at the tip of your fingers and, and if you type keywords, that, that exercise is the greatest form of, un, an underutilized form of mental health. Number one, wow. mental health, is boosted from exercise okay you have a hard time you go slip out for a walk and that walking and the outdoor time and the fresh air it infuses and it, it affects your your perception your outlook on life so when they're looking at um people elderly people with dementia they've discovered that exercise helps to ward off dementia why is that because when you exercise you flood your brain with oxygen rich blood and so therefore wow. exercise exercise boosts memory do you have memory issues do you want to preserve your memory do you want to improve on your memory you exercise um so wow so literally you're saying that if we want to i mean at a bare bones just by exercising you're going to improve your your mental capacity, your faculties. You're gonna be able to improve your, your business decisions. You're gonna be able to improve all of these things just in that Everything. alone. Okay. Uh, Everything, exercise will enhance your quality of life. It is not an option. It is by the Canadian physical activity guidelines, health guidelines, if you wanna be a good citizen and a patriot, you're going to, they're recommending, because they don't want you in the hospital for anything other than what you need to be in there. Right. You need the hospitals for people who, who, who need it. And right. so they found that 90 or 99% of the things that we are struggling with can be overcome by if we simply would maintain a regimen of physical activity on a weekly basis. So it's not an option. And so it's not for losing weight or gaining weight. It's not for your happy or your sad. It's just a part of your life. Wow. And if we can get in our head that it's a lifestyle, a, a non-negotiable aspect of our lifestyle, there, then we would be able to lose the weight. Then we would be able to reach our goals. So you don't do it to lose weight. You do it because it's a part of living on this planet. It's a wow. necessity. Absolutely. I, th that that resonates with me so powerfully that the reason that I I've realized the need for me to change, to grow, to, to get healthier is that it did not work in my life. Being unhealthy did not work for my life and realizing that I wasn't able to perform at the highest level that I wanted to. Uh, in business, you know, for my family, I, I was realizing that, 
And so what you're saying really hits me that it's part of my life. It literally gives me my life, right? Which we always look at, we look at health as being, you know, okay, that's something. It definitely, when we're younger, oh yeah, you want to be healthy because you want to look good for the chicks and all of this kind of stuff. You, you know, you want to get a husband, you want to, all this kind of stuff. But just for life itself is what you're saying now. Yeah, just for life. And just it's for really, quality of life. For quality, for quality of life. The, the, um, the reality of life is that we're getting older and our, um, our, our muscle quality is diminishing. Our, our hormones are changing. And, right. and, we're, and our, the aging process for everyone is at a different rate. And, and you can get older quicker. But the reality is, is that we are declining. The beauty of it, though, is that you can, you can reverse it. You can slow it down. And so um, that means that our memory is, is fading. That means our, our ability to think quick, our ability to, to make decisions with vigor is changing, our confidence, our posture, everything is changing. And exercise uh, works to not only um, slow it down, but here's the fun part, reverse it. Wow. And you, can, you can even gain back as much as 10 years of your life. And um, so fitness, exercise is the literal magic pill. Wow. So just out of curiosity, will it help my gray hair become black again? I haven't, <laughs> seen, I haven't seen research on that, so I can't touch <laughs> on that subject. It's okay. starting to happen to me. Okay. And, but uh, I don't know how health and fitness can help to, to so for, I can't. I yeah, can't. you can't speak to that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, we, so we've got it. We're, by being healthy, by getting fit, by exercising, that alone help us stay out of the hospitals, which we definitely want to do these days. Um, yeah. But it'll, it'll help us stay out of the hospital. It'll help our cognitive abilities, right? right? And it, in many cases, will even help in repairing some of the damage of aging, right? It'll Com slow it down. Yeah, combat, the, the proper term here is combat the effects okay. of the aging process. Absolutely. Okay, combat the effects. Great. Now we're, I mean, we were already in a fight. We just didn't realize it. But now, now we yeah. actually have a tool to be able to combat it, which is, which is power in and of itself, right? Being yeah. able to acknowledge that. Okay, so we want to, we, we want to exercise. We acknowledge that exercise just in and of itself. Of itself. In and of itself is, you know, is a cannon. It's a howitzer. It, it's carpet bombing. It's, you know, it's a weapon of mass destruction just in and of itself for us, yeah. for good, for good. Um, okay, so if that's the case, exercise, you know, I type in exercise and I'll get everything under the sun when I go into the internet. How do I need to look at exercise? How do you teach us about exercise and what to think about? Absolutely. You want to for focus on a foundation. You want to keep it um, basic yeah. and, and also... Um, as simple as possible. And you want to think about the minimum requirements based on the, um, the existing literature, the existing science that's out okay. there. So the, let's go, to, go by the Canadian Physical Activity Guidelines. Okay. okay. So this is for Canada by the government, best scientists uh, employed for this. So it's not this organization or that, or we're talking about okay. just what's been set as a standard for a country. Okay, so now we know no one's trying to sell supplements. We're, we're going, okay, great. We just want you to, 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 uh, to be able to um, avoid c diseases and conditions that are common with Got lack it. of physical activity. Okay? So they're it. just interested in you being healthy. All right. Got and it. so it's a standard that I use with my clients. It's a good standard. Guys, get your pen and paper because it just goes down like this. It depends on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> get your pen and paper out. I got it. Let's do it. So it depends on the, the age group that you're in, but we're just going to focus on um, and our age group. All right. So okay. let's, number one, yeah. wait, what is our age group that you're saying? Let's say from 20, 25 to 60. Okay. So large. 25 to 60. Large, wow. That's a pretty broad. Okay. Broad 25 age. to 60. Number one. 
We want to cover all of the people that are watching, okay? Number one with Visionary Fitness, Far Ramsahoy. Okay. So you want a hundred, and I'm just going off of my memory right now, but it's going to be in and around that that uh, those numbers. You want a hundred and sixty minutes of aerobic activity a week, and that's moderate to vigorous. Okay. Okay. Just two quick examples for aerobic activity. Yes, please, because I don't know what that translates to. Yeah, aerobic is just the energy system that, that we use um, that helps us to move um, for long periods of time. It's your cardiovascular system, the strength of your heart and ability awesome. to give you the energy you need and option that you need to help you to move. We know the heart's the, big, uh, the most important muscle of the body. So 160 minutes, what is it? It could be cycling. It could be, it could be um, canoeing. It could be walking. I'm emphasizing walking now because that's the hands down, timeless tool that is underutilized but really gives us great results so um walking tennis i hope you get the idea here it's it. uh, activities that um involve you moving you know quickly or over a, um, a sustained period of time and when you say w walking just so that because tennis and walking to me are going to be two very different things and talking about intensity so that's a the, low walking yeah. is a low um low intensity form of cardio right Cycle, you can go really slow as well yeah. really really slow yeah. but that's cardio tennis is um it's more intense so in terms of cardio or aerobic training because i'm trying not to go as deep as you're asking me here but you have low medium to high intensity cardio okay. what yeah. i showed with you were forms of cardio yeah. that varied in, in it's different it's a place for us to start you know if you're if you're in a place where you're doing no exercise Walking is going to be a huge uh, start. Yeah, so you'll actually never get in a point in, in your fitness where walking is irrelevant for you. Walking has its place for every level of fitness. Um, that's why I try to emphasize it. Walking is so, so important because it teaches the proper sequencing and mobility and stability. It is Walking is foundational, and so we need to keep doing it so that we can continue to be good at what we do as a tennis player, as a hockey player. Wow. You, uh, it is a foundational component, and um, we need to, to be walking regularly. Got um, that. So number, so, number one, so number one, 160 minutes, moderate? Moderate, so moderate, and, moderate and to vigorous intensity. Moderate to vigorous intensity. So we've got we've got walking as a a massive massive tool in our belt all right huge, huge tool to help our bodies to understand how it's supposed to move properly awesome. it is fundamental walking is fundamental got it okay so that's number one what's number two right so um i mentioned to you that in a week, you need to have this amount of aerobic activity to help to keep your cardiovascular system strong, okay? Your cardio. So the second thing is that you actually need an element of bone strengthening and muscle building exercise in your training regimen. So you can't say I'm doing uh, tennis and uh, okay, far, that's strength training and it satisfies that requirement. It's not enough to to combat the effects of the aging process on our muscles and on our bones. We need to maintain and improve on bone density and we need to maintain on muscle quality because after you're 30, after 30 years of age, you start losing it at a specific rate. Wow. Cardio is ineffective at helping you to maintain or to improve on muscle quality and bone density. The key to, the, to aging is um, on how much muscle you can preserve. So the rate of getting older is directly linked to how much muscle you keep. So the more muscle you can keep, as you get older and older, the younger you will maintain yourself and the more strength you'll have and, in, and quality of life. It's all about, okay, I'll give you a quote. The, 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 the fountain of youth is our muscular system. Wow. All wow. about the muscle. And Look, so the I, reason I, I love what you're saying right now. It really breaks down. I mean, number one, 160 minutes, moderate to vigorous exercise. We're talking expert. walking. Number two, we need something for bone strengthening. And 
muscle building. And, and muscle building. This this makes complete sense because as I've even gotten older, but as I've seen people around me get older, everyone, people's concern starts getting into bone density because more and more people get into, uh, you know, osteoporosis, all those kind of things, you know, they fall down, they break a hip, all huge cross section, right? The injuries just start happening and you can never fully see it. Everyone just calls it getting older. But what's resonating with me right now is that if the muscle quality is there, it will also protect you against all of these other items, right? The unsteadiness on your feet. Is that correct? Exactly. It will, it will, it will protect you, but it will also keep you from being for, from, it'll, it'll allow you to enjoy life for longer periods of time. Right. Clines and movement uh, comes from our, our muscle and strength. And so we're talking about you being 50, 60, 70, and 80. And can I dare to say 80? Yeah, I train two clients that are in their 80s. And our one 80-year-old lady that I train is fitter than people that are in her thir- 30 years older than her. And she also mentions of people dropping like flies. All She says right. people are dying left, right, and center um, uh, that she knows. And so I know what it's like to see how strength training can affect somebody in their 80s because i'm training them okay wow. and, and they're getting fit and they're losing weight so i'm talking out of experience and also from the literature the the, the science right. as well so now so, so what should we be doing there in that for number two for that exactly yeah and so you need to first understand the frequency we need to develop a skeleton a framework um and then we can fit the pieces of the puzzle a lot of times we're trying to fit pieces of a puzzle but we don't have the frame set up and so that's what i'm Got doing it. with is i don't want to jump around here all over Got the board but i want to set that skeleton to which you can hang the joints and the muscles and the tendons uh, on top of it until you have a full moving balanced body. Okay. So, Love it. so let's, let's talk about frequency. Um, you're going to need a minimum, by the way, uh, 150 to 60 minutes of aerobic activity a week is your minimum. This, and it, the, 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 the science says the more you do the better. So, um, you, you want to establish a habit of the minimum and then decide where you're going to want to go from there with strength training, you need a minimum of two sessions a week. Two okay. sessions, baby. That's all it is. So okay. you need two sessions a week, and you want to consider the modality of strength training. And so, um, from my pers- from from my end, the best way to build muscle and to maintain your muscle uh, is going to be number one, body weight training. We talked about relative strength. Why are you? Mo- why, why are we going to add external load if I can um, give you exercises that can help you to master your own body and to get fit using your own circumstances and situations. So strength tra- um, body weight training is underrated, no equipment needed. And I'm telling you, you can build for the five months I was off, my legs got bigger, but I didn't have no weights. How did I do that? And I lost 12 pounds. I lost 12 pounds on gain more muscle. That sounds like a myth. How do you lose weight and put on more muscle at the same time? Typically that's not, you, that's hard to pull off, but I did it though. Right. And, um, and so, and and I've seen my clients who work with me online that also I have, um, um, yeah. So I've seen my clients. I just I'm posting her results right now on my social media, so you guys can be able to see that as well. She literally got stronger, lost 30 pounds, built more muscle, and it was during the pandemic with my online training program and using her own body weight. And I have proof, so make sure to check me out on Facebook and Instagram because I'm actually. I have a sale going on this month. I didn't want to have to say that right now. And, um, but it all tied into it and I'm doing 20% off and I'm showing 10 clients who have gotten amazing results. Wow. And, um, visionary fitness for you on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. I want you guys to see the testimonials and because it's new and I'm just starting just yesterday. I started doing this. Got it. So what are the best ways? Number one, body weight training. Number two, oh, now we're going to take it to the, like, this is my passion, barbells and dumbbells. And that's the three guys, body weight, barbells and dumbbells. And it's over. It's a wrap right there. Now, <laughs> that's I do it, wanna, baby, right there. That's it. Okay. I do want to say something to you guys, though, is that 
without um, just not without making this more complicated um, than it is. There are other exercises out there that are by by other institutions and and professionals and and even by our government bodies that will that that will say that kickboxing, boxing, um, um, exercises like this um, are also considered weight bearing and muscle building, but. Okay. Um, it's just the fact that you're moving explosively and you're using your whole body and um, you know, you're applying power to it. You can build muscle from rowing guys. Mm -hmm. You can build muscle from sprinting. Okay. But, um, but I do want you to know that the best modality will come from things that you can pro add progressive load to um, your, uh, to your exercise. So uh, the body responds, uh, responds really well. If you can, make incremental increases to the um, to the pattern that you're training so therefore never forget the principle that don't get it confused that you know oh, I'm doing kickboxing and, and this is enough no progressive resistance the the principle of overload is the best way to to get the best bang for your buck mm. wow well that that's really interesting if I could just take us down a, another road for a quick second because I'm a big fan of mixed martial arts and uh, kickboxing, boxing, you know. Um, and, I've, and some of these athletes who are lethal, but, you know, they don't look like they're in shape at all. And, and I wonder about some of them outside of, outside of that ring, how functional they would be in, in everyday life. They're and some of them look really good in there and they can move really fast. But I wonder how does that translate to functional strength for everyday life? So um, they may be explosive. And what I'm hearing from you right now, for those of us that aren't training to be athletes, aren't training to be boxers and the like, there is, there's this type of thought process on, hey, strengthen the body incrementally and it's it'll change what you're able to do in your everyday life and so just going down these other roads aren't necessarily even beneficial to you besides the fact that you're going to get punched in the mouth yeah that's right do you just want to maintain your strength and know that you've got a sense if you're getting weaker um, if your movements are more inhibited if you're doing less and less things you're not feeling like adventurous if you're not you know, running after your kids, if you can't pick up your, your children anymore, or you just, um, you want to really, you know, know, be aware that your health isn't just going to maintain itself. There is something that you have to do and to try to take the most basic, um, right. least complex approach and be consistent with the simplest right. way of doing it and know that simplicity is enough to get you great results. Right. So, so we don't have to, uh, we don't have to join a, uh, a boxing gym or box aerobics or any of that kind of stuff. We can do much, much more simple exercises to be able to achieve this. Okay. So, so I got it. So number one, we're, first of all, we're starting at a minimum of 160 minutes and of walking and these kind of exercise. And then we're moving up to these bone strengthening minimum of two sessions a week where we're doing body weight training and barbells and dumbbells. And it's a wrap. Uh, when you say two sessions a week, what are we talking about? How, how much time do we need to be putting into that? Yeah. Between uh, 30 to 60 minutes. Okay. 30 to 60 minutes. Okay. Okay. So right now I'm, uh, you know, I do some walking every day. Yeah. So now I, I need to pick that up and get that minimum. But then I want to be integrating a minimum of two sessions a week where yeah. 30 to 60 minutes, I'm actually doing body weight training and picking yeah. up some weights. And what are we talking about there? Uh, we're talking about push-ups and, uh, you know, burpees or what, what are we talking about here when we talk about so body weight not, training? Not talking about burpees. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a little, uh, <laughs> ba that's back to number one. Yeah, you're right. That is a conditioning, uh, a conditioning exercise. It's not a strength training exercise. Okay. And you can definitely 
um, place that in the aerobic com compartment, uh, okay. more of high intensity aerobic stuff. So that's good. A little practice of understanding how these things fit in the, yeah. the, the, oh, the okay. equation. So, so we need to figure out some of those exercises and I'm guessing we could probably go to your YouTube page and find some of those so, in, um, for, for the for body, for the body, weight body weight training. Yeah. yeah. And that's the beautiful thing on my YouTube channel out of necessity, I have to continue to uh, find um, exercises on a regular basis that fit the unique needs of my clients. I can't be using the same thing for everybody. And so I always am updating new exercises that are tried and tested with my clients that work. And so that's the benefit of being of subscribing to my YouTube channel is that you're just going to always be connected with exercises that work with a wide range of people that are unique yet effective and uh, don't you know, so that's so. Yeah, so, so if someone goes to your uh, YouTube channel, they go to Visionary Fitness, and they're looking for body weight training exercises. Yeah. Right. They're going to find a section on there with these different exercises, and are they going to be able to pick whichever ones they like to to try to do? Is that uh, is that how that works? Can they pick they can. any any ones that they like to fit into that thirty to sixty minutes? Yeah, they can choose anything they like. I mean, it depends upon the person. You might have a person that uh, level is level of fitness that can basically go on my site and just shop. Uh, he or she knows what they're looking for, and they can type in legs. They can type in right. upper body. But for some people, they don't. Um, they're just looking and they're seeing these exercises. The beauty is when they click on it, they're going to get a tutorial from a uh, a professional, a certified personal trainer like myself that is teaching you how to do the exercise. You can literally just do it as a standalone. So yeah, it depends on your level of fitness and uh, your your understanding of what to look for. But just on the most basic level, you just look at those videos and you'd be like, okay, he's talking about, you know, legs. I have legs. I, I walk. <laughs> well, well let, let's get into, uh, we'll get into this in just one second in terms of why someone would want to come to a physical trainer, why they want to make that next step and contact you. Uh, and I'll get there in just one second. But yeah. so number one, we're talking about uh, some of this aerobic exercise, walking and that number two, actually getting into some type of weight training, whether it be body weight training, and then barbells, yeah. dumbbells. Well, and for the most part, if someone wants to jump online, they can go on. They can find the, these resources on your website, on uh, on YouTube, on Facebook. But uh, and then and then what's the what's the next step? Because I know that we haven't even talked about. Is, is there another step to this, or is the next step to talk about nutrition? Yeah. So so yeah, we're just finish off on the physical activity component. Okay talk about eating um so you know there's many ways in which you can just um get started with my my uh, with my um my youtube however you could just simply write in the comments below a question um you know what would it look like a, a sample uh 20 20 minute program 30 minute program and you can drop your email and and then i would uh, be willing to to share a template of what it looks like so you can yeah. learn how to how to put it together oh. Oh, so if they just put that into the comments, if they just put yeah. that in the comments, you'll reach out to them. So yeah. guys, put it into the comments and uh, leave you their email. Yeah, leave okay. their email. And, leave the email uh, and he'll reach out to you. Even in the comments, I can reach out to them. But with, with strength training, you need to understand another framework so that you can fit in the pieces of the puzzles on your own. And, 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 and so the body is made up of only a few numbers, um, the sorry, we have muscle groups, okay, within our body, and there, and these muscle groups come together and help us to move, and that's why athletes who have a strength coach, you'll notice that they're they're doing these certain lifts, and it's because these lifts train muscle groups that together help them to move better and to be protected in their sport or help the average guy to move well and gal in their day-to-day -day life and just right. enjoy life and to, and, and to overcome pain and all the benefits that come from strength. There's only so many movements and I'm going to share it with you guys. Okay. And, and if you, if you can remember what those moves are, you can then train those patterns and 
training those patterns will allow you to create a balanced body and develop and develop the muscle that you need. And so let's talk about it. The number one, um, number one is your ability to press. That's the number one. This is called your pressing motion. Okay. And it uses all muscles on the front of your body. Okay. Remember, when we're grabbing things out of the cupboard. I knew a lady that grabbed something on a cupboard and tore her rotator cuff. Why would you be trying to raise your hands up just simply trying to get something on the cupboard and you strain your shoulders? That means that the primary muscles that are involved with this plane of motion pressing, you want to train those muscles for upper body strength. Mm. That's your chest, that's your shoulders, and also your triceps. That's your pressing. That's mm. number one. Okay. Number two, you got to be able to what? If you're pushing, you got to be able to pull. Right, right. right. Because all of these muscles on the front and the back are associated, associated with movement of the shoulder joint. Got it. Okay, so we're talking about pushing and pulling. That, you've already covered your whole upper body. So don't think of yourself as a bodybuilder. Don't train the biceps. Don't train the tricep. That's a confused approach train muscle groups okay think movement not muscle okay think got movement, it not movement muscle. not muscle okay make this bad boy simple build overall muscle okay okay you don't we don't have the time to train one body part a day so when i trained my press i hit all the muscles of my front and i hit my triceps why would i want to uh 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 why would I want to work on an isolated, um, um, an isolated movement when I can integrate? Right. When I can integrate. Your body is one functional unit. Okay? Okay, so we talked about the press. Now the press can turn into an overhead press. So we're, we're, I just want you to know that we're dealing with full ranges of motion here. So now you got to deal with the pull, which is your glorious back muscles. A great foundation is built upon a great back, okay? So that's what keeps you up. That's what keeps your, that's what protects your spine. That's what protects your shoulders. Train your back, peoples, because when we're hunched over and we're doing our work in North American society, what do you think is deactivated and getting, and getting weak? Our back right. muscles. So when you train right. your back, what do you think happens? Oh, right. okay. So Opening up the rib cage and, and all that, so yeah. Muscles, muscles control joints. If you've yeah. got joint problems, train. So now you see strength training is really important for postural alignment. Anyways, so you got your push, number one. You got your pull, which is all of the back muscles. And guess what the pulling muscle works? Your biceps. My friend, I can train much more weight with a pull for my biceps than I can with a little bicep curl. So why would I want to isolate when I can go and rip 225 pounds in a row and train my now my biceps got exposed to more weight than it can ever be exposed to. All right. So right. pull, push, that's two. You dealt with the whole upper body. That's it. You're done. Okay. Next is we got to think about the hip hinge, the cornerstone okay. of everything. You got to be able to train movements that load at the hip joint. That's number three. It's all about the hips. You got to be able to use your hips. Yeah. The hips okay. don't lie. The hips don't lie. Shakira knew it. She was sage wisdom. <laughs> Fulfillment, happiness, movement quality, all come. That's the engine of your body. That's okay. the engine. Okay. Let's finish, wrap this up. And number four. So only four main lifting movements. Wait, wait, wait. There. Don't, don't pass. Don't pass on the hips. What, what were we going to do with the hips? Okay. So if you, um, a movement at the hips, I got to stand up here. So to train the movement of the hips, one exercise that you can do is a movement that looks like this, and it's called a Romanian deadlift. Oh, yes. When you, when you do this move here, you train the glutes, the hamstrings, the muscles of your back, and all of the stabilizers of the body. So it's a really healthy, important move. Yeah. The next thing we're going to do, which is... And, really and you actually put a whole article in, uh, in the Leadership to Wealth e-magazine about the Romanian deadlift. Oh, love it. Love it. So a uh, number two would be 
the single leg deadlift because you don't move two legs at a time. You don't move on this planet like a bunny. So right. you're going to need to do unilateral work. What does that mean? You need okay. to split your legs up so you can really get an idea for the quality of movement. We don't, we hide our, our deficiencies, but when you split a person apart one leg at a time, then you see what's really going on for quality. Wow. And so therefore if you can mass strengthen yourself one side at a time. You, when you're, it essentially it enhances everything to the to the to a great degree okay so okay and number four pull hip hinge and what's the last one knee bend okay. knee bend so you got to be able to do an exercise that's going to allow you to properly bend at the hip and the knee and this one here is a really important one for athletes and for everyday clients it's called the split squat look at all that that was bought those those two were bodyweight training but that's four things and that's all that's how you frame your strength training program on the four fundamental lifting movements wow wow love it i love the simplicity of it i i you know as a guy who's fairly busy with kids business all of this you just broke it all down into something really that I can condense and I can take and, and do something with. And I really appreciate that. Appreciate it. I know the listeners will appreciate it. And now the question I've got to ask, okay, so these, these are the things that we can break down and truth. We no longer, we don't have time for nutrition. We'll have to get you back on to talk about nutrition another time. And we can go to your YouTube page to, to get some of these exercises, but I want to talk about, before we end off, I want to make sure that we talk about what's the difference. Why does someone want to now contact you, contact a physical trainer to be able to, what's that going to change from, yeah. from just going online? And cause you just gave us an amazing blueprint and I'm, uh, you know, I'm East Indian by origin, and we we try to skimp in every way we can and save a save a buck. But what is the difference? And I I think I know what it is, but what's the difference now? Why do we want to now contact you and and say, hey, Far, I want you to train me? Sure. Before we do that, though, if you'll permit me, I didn't actually share with you suggestions for the two upper body lifts. Okay. I, you um you had suggested push-ups so uh, if you would permit me to share yeah. with you yeah just uh, maybe one or two exercises for the upper body so it. number one it's going to be the push-ups number one it's going to be the push-ups it is the ultimate total body pressing exercise got it it is timeless and very much underrated it is good for posture it is good for core stability it is total body um, also with push-ups, it's a good indicator of your heart health. They've actually just done a research, a study, and you can Google that as well. By the amount of push-ups that a man is able to do, you can tell about the health of, health of his heart. And just uh, mm -hmm. simply off the top, you should, a man should be able to do 40 uh, unbroken push-ups. So now you have something to work. I'm not going to assume, actually, I'm not going to say my brother Neil here that you, I'm not going to assume how many push-ups you can do, but but what it does is it it gives you um, a baseline to work on. That's not about looking good, feeling good. You just you want to get to it, and because of health, and because you're focusing on health, you're going to look good, you're going to feel good, you're going to lose weight. So we have to understand why we're doing these things, and sometimes we need to set standards that that are are, are more transcendent. Uh, as opposed to the short-term goal. So push-ups. Love it. And uh, it's underrated. It will put on, it will do everything you want it to. So push-ups is more important than the bench press. Got it. It needs the bench press because the bench press, you're pinned on a bench and you're only, you're isolating this move, but the push-ups is total body. So push-ups is going to be your ultimate and you can load it up and you can put your child on your back. I have videos with me with a 50 pound weight vest and my 30 pound son on me. That's what I had to do to survive guys to maintain my size and strength. So with pulling, I'm excited about pulling as I am about pushing because you cannot push unless you have a foundation of pulling. 
you must have a strong foundation of a back and shoulder stability so that you can actually anchor and push. So it's all about the back. It's all about the posterior chain. Now, when it comes to push-ups or pull-ups, sorry, uh, in, um, um, when it comes to pulling, you want to think about inverted rows. They call it Australian rows, or they even call it, unfortunately, fat man pull-ups. Okay. Make you guys laugh here for a second. <laughs> but, uh, so you can Google that bad boy, and uh, it's the cousin to the full pull-up. And I'm gonna uh, pull-ups are very advanced, and you find your hey. If you can't do something completely vertical, guess what? Don't give up. Find the continuum and do inverted rows from this position so that you can get the strength and you can what slowly. So everything is a continuum. Place yourself in the continuum and work yourself up the ladder like everybody else. Put in that work, quality work too. Love it. Love it. Okay. Got it. Now, now why are we, now why are we reaching out to you? Right. So, I mean, besides your enthusiasm, which is amazing. Uh, I'm, and I love your energy on the show. Now, come on. Why, why are we, why are we looking for a physical trainer? In what scenarios is it important for someone to, to say, okay, Hey, it's time for a trainer. I need a trainer. Yeah. What, what scenarios? Oh, this I one. need far to apparently rip me apart, break me down and build me back up. All right. So I've experienced people that come to me that have never had a personal trainer before people that come with me after having a personal trainer. And uh, I've had um, really fit people come to me and, st and start to even do greater in competitions um, because of their, their work with my program. So there's different reasons why a person comes. So if some, you might be that individual that has zero experience with fitness, um, you know, uh, you feel you're not strong, you feel like you're, you're not in control of your own body, you have zero experience, um, I, my program would be good for yourself. Um, because, you know, one of the really important things for a person with is, uh, a very low level of fitness is the, 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 the person you're going to, or let's just talk about me in seventh and third person. I understand how to find your very, very starting point. Mm. And I understand how you can take things apart to understand, um, individually how, what, what's going on with them. With, with the different parts of the body and, and how it needs to come together relative to the, the basics of, of just movement in and of itself. So I understand movement. Right. So if you are... Um, You're taking the guesswork out of it. You're oh, taking sure. all, the, all the guesswork out of it. It's right? like a car, man. If you're a mechanic, you love the car, you can put it, take it apart and put it back together. You understand you know, how it... You know, the, the city that every city is different. Every road is different. All the cars need to be, you know, you need to right. how they're affected by, by the usage. Is it an old driver? Is it a highway driver? Is it a, a young right. student? It's right. Treated kind of Got it. Differently. So I understand the body like that. If you're a fit person, um, I'll say this, um, even a, a coach needs a coach. And therefore you find fit people who have atrocious foundation and you don't even know how they survived on the field. You don't even know how they survived in their personal. I'm not going to say you're, um, you're the listener, you're an, um, an athlete. I can say it as a listener, you might be a person that's really into sports. You're very active. Um, but you want to be, you want, you feel like you want to maximize. You want to go to the next level. Or you feel like you've been experiencing aches and pains, even at your level of fitness. What's going on? Um, and so you come to me. And I can help you. I've discovered that really fit people actually are missing a lot of key components of, of uh, when it comes to foundation or um, when it comes to the modalities like, like strength training, using barbells and dumbbells, they're not too familiar with it. They're not too sure with it. And so it's just helpful right. to, to, um, to, be, to work with me and to be comfortable and to be confident and to have a beginner's mindset to look at Everything that you've looked at over 20, 20, 30 years is as if you're looking at it for the first time with a fresh perspective so you can get even greater results and surpass your plateau. So wow. to take it to the next level. Far. Love it. Love it. Um, so much great stuff. We're going to have to get you on the show again to just talk about okay. nutrition at sure. some point. Love to uh, be. But uh, that was great. That was great. So many things there for us to be able to take and apply 
for me myself. Um, so once again, if people want to get a hold of you, if they want to, uh, they want to learn about training with you and use your expertise, how do they get a hold of you? Right. So you guys know I can. You can get a hold of me through social media. Um, however, you can contact uh, contact me also through my business my business phone and uh, which is six one three four four nine eight three four eight and also by email visionary fitness the number four the letter u at gmail.com visionary fitness for you at gmail.com that's great they can find you on youtube and find you on instagram find you on facebook facebook my friend thank you so much thank you for all that information thank you for the the energy and the power that you bring to it as well. It, it was great. And um, even, even the demonstration, putting, pushing the table out of the way, and, uh, showing us some exercises. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. And I know the listeners will, will as well. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Brother Neil, I want to thank you for having me be a part of your show. And um, it's a great opportunity to share um, what I'm passionate about. It's sometimes hard to, to contain myself. And I think absolutely that's, that's an issue. But again, this was a, um, a great opportunity, like I said, and I just want to express my gratitude towards you for it. Thank you, my friend. We, it was great having you on the show. Well, for uh, the Leadership to Wealth podcast, we thank you. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Leadership to Wealth podcast. We've got much more coming up in the weeks ahead, but I want to ask that if you can take the time to give us some feedback, we really appreciate it. Really means a lot to me. And uh, if you just take just a couple of seconds, it really does mean the world. And don't forget to like and follow. We'll see you guys next time here on Leadership to Wealth.